Welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and today I am so excited for this episode because we get to talk about my favorite topic, and that is mapping out your launches. Now, I really love that big vision, that big picture goal setting where you do sit down and kind of flesh out what you want to do for the next coming period of time. And we are going to be doing a live class this Thursday. That's why I decided, you know what, I'm going to make today about launch exhaustion because I think that will convince you why it's so important to map out even a year and you'll you'll know very soon that I don't expect you to stick to that full year plan, but it is important to at least know and set some goals for the year so that you have a starting point. But what I'm going to ask you to do throughout the year is to revisit that plan because you should expect it to change. We will talk about that more in the class, but today let's dive into the topic of launch exhaustion. So if you have ever felt uh, stressed, maybe exhausted, maybe a little crazy after a launch, then you know what I'm talking about. Launch exhaustion is something we as entrepreneurs all kind of feel. But it doesn't just happen to you. And believe it or not, there is an exhaustion that your audience might feel. There is an exhaustion as a consumer we feel as well. Like at the end of the year, we're like, oh my gosh, I can't buy another thing. Even I, who I love, I love looking at planner launches. I'm like, okay, already I got my planners. Leave me alone, please. So I think the important thing to understand is that launch exhaustion happens at, at many different levels. It happens to you, the business owner. It happens to potential customers in your audience. It also happens to your team members if you've got teams. And I think that as humans, we all feel it and we've all felt those types of exhaustion. So even if you've got this launching thing down, if you, you know, you've done your first product launch, maybe you didn't make a ton of sales, but your list grew. Maybe you got some really great reviews about your program. You feel really, really good about your launch in general. And maybe you're excited, you're pumped, you're feeling proud of yourself. You feel like, man, I finally get this. I can do this. But like I said, you're also feeling that exhaustion. And then comes the thought, oh, wait, am I supposed to do this again? How are you supposed to turn back around and do another one? And how long should you wait? I mean, another one this year again and again and again? So the emotional rocking that happens during a launch, well, you can't really understand it until you go through it. I always say that to people. And there's so many things that, so many blocks that get put in front of you before you even launch that if you make it through the launch, likely, and you've had to go all over those, like those, you've had to like bust your way through those blocks, then man, you know how drained you might feel. You might be drained right now. And Nikki Elledge Brown, she said once on this hangout that I was on with her, she's like, hashtag crazy launch face. And oh my God, yes, indeed. And if it's draining for you, it is draining your customers and potential customers. But I do think there is a way to avoid the launch exhaustion. That's why I mentioned my plan with me class that I'm doing later this week. You can just click over to bit.ly forward slash plan with me launch, all lowercase, all one kind of word. And you can see and sign up for the class and we're going to have a great time. I can't wait because I think setting time aside is critical 
for your 2016. I'm going to share some of the things that really that happened to me this year as a result of really not getting clear on that plan. And I'm a planner, so I know how hard it is to sit down and really think about these things and revisit the plan throughout the year. I'm going to talk about the mistakes I made and and some of the things that I did really well that I, I totally stayed on track with. But let me just talk about this plan. So Honestly, when I say plan, I don't mean that you create something and you never revisit it or change it again, or you never even look at it. Planning in my world is like creating a map for the actions I take, like this plan with me class. We're going to be creating the map, but it's one that I can change anytime things aren't going in a direction I want to anymore. It could be just something that's not working or just something I'm like, you know, I don't really want to create a physical planner anymore. Um, before we get into the fixes for launch exhaustion, you know, I want you to, to watch, there's actually a video on the show notes page and you can, you can head over there and watch it afterwards. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about a few different choices for how you launch your stuff going into the new year. And really all I, all I think you need to do is pick one of these paths and make the plan to do that thing. These keep it really simple, really basic, and they're things that have worked for many other people, have worked for myself. I'm going to share more of the, the specific case studies on the actual class, but I wanted to share them with you now. So all these options do assume one thing. You do have a product or a service that you consider your main primary business focus. So it's like your signature offering. But if you, and if you don't have that, you need to spend some time listening to your audience, talking to your audience and determining where, what that thing is. So if you have an idea for what your signature offering might be, then that's okay. That you can use this as well. But this is a good starting point, especially if you've already got something that you've developed and you're just waiting to launch it. Okay. So path number one is you're going to want to take your signature offering and also upsells. So let's talk about this a little bit. So you're going to take that primary product, pick a date each quarter or maybe twice a year, whatever you think you can handle. If you've launched it before, it's often easier to launch it again. If it's your first launch, maybe you just pick a couple times during the year, space it out, one in the spring, one in the fall. Next, what I want you to do is think of one thing, like a next step or a related challenge that people who bought that signature offering need or want. And basically all you're going to do is sell that and promote that and offer that to the customers who purchased your signature product or offering. Your focus is going to stay on that main product so that you understand where your, your people are and what they need, what they want, why they bought, why they didn't buy. And in order for this to work, you need to give amazing value at each step of the process. And especially what's really important is giving them kind of some first steps. Get them working towards whatever that goal is of your signature offer or that promise, that promise you're making in your signature offer. So with a launch, there's so much to work on. So this is kind of, I feel like I got easy mode a little bit, but honestly, if you start 
planning out, writing out what you want your launch to be and who your, who your audience is and kind of figuring all those things out. That's why I created this launch planner that I have because it kind of gets you part way there. And it's something that I have even in my fearless launching program. So it's kind of the first step. I've also created a quick start product, but I have not made that available just yet to everyone that really just gets sent to the fearless launchers as their first step. So Again, it's important to know that you're giving amazing value. So even the way you end your program is important here. So you make your offer, you sell your offer. And even if it's a coaching product, you want there to be a point at which you say, okay, we're in our fourth week or fifth week or maybe our last week of the offering. And if it's a product, it'll be kind of similar. And then you say, here's the next step for you. And the simple tip is to keep asking yourself if you're taking care of people during the program, because if you're not taking care of people before the program, during the program, then after the program, it's going to be tough to sell them that. I used to have fearless launching and a launch lab. The launch lab was a little bit harder for me to do just because of scheduling and my daughter and all of that, but it was something that was fairly easy to offer because I just focused on fearless launching and then I did an upsell to the lab. Path number two is a little similar, but basically you're turning your main product into something more evergreen where you don't have to be there live, something that can be somewhat autopilot. And then you add your upsell again. So this is great for if you have an, maybe, maybe your signature product or your kind of only available product is a DIY course. And perhaps at the end of the course, you email them or you reach out to the people who went through it and offer them an additional product that continues their journey. It's, I mean, this is very simple to, similar to number one, except for the fact that it is more on auto mode. And you can do the same thing each quarter. There's a little on auto, a little on manual. You get to focus your attention on list building, talking to your peeps. You want to make sure that you are doing both of those things, really talking to your community, talking on wherever your strongest social media is, wherever your community is online, but they're the ones that are not necessarily your customers yet too. You'll also have time for more outreach tightening up new systems, maybe even bringing new people into that kind of funnel. So you'll have people in the auto and then you'll sell them to the upsell. I don't have something like that personally, but I've definitely seen that in many programs. So for instance, now there's B-School, Marie Forleo has B-School, and after B-School, but you don't have to wait until after B-School, but after B-School, you may decide, you know, I really need to hone in on my copywriting. So guess what you do? You buy the copy cure. Same thing, I think, with Derek Halpern's blog that converts. You buy his blog that converts. You get that going. You get offering content that is connecting with people, building your list. At some point, you're going to want to offer something. You're going to want to sell something. And so you'll join Yes Engines. Now, the upsell can be more expensive pricing-wise than that evergreen main program. It's up to you. The last and final one, actually, no, there's two more. So path number three is you're going to put everything on auto. So that could be maybe your main product is always DIY. It's an evergreen program that can be on auto launch. You add an offer to your main product customer sequence to the next product they should take after the main one. So if you create a mini product, offer it in your autoresponder sequence, then 
after they're in your mini, mini product, and I think that Ryan Dice calls this a tripwire, after they've gotten into that tripwire, then you can put them in another sequence that then invites them into your signature product. And then in your signature product sequence to the customers, then they get invited to something else. So everything's on auto, but your manual work, the work that actually matters, must happen in your free content. And you got to be really clear where people are hanging out with you and really love you. So if it's on Periscope, it's on Periscope, but it might be on Instagram, but it might be on YouTube. And you've got to know that it might be something you do through ads. Plus, guess what? Even more time now to think about improving your analytics system and your tracking of all your metrics, because when you're on auto, you need to know what's working and what's not, because you won't have the luxury of seeing the interaction necessarily, uh, especially if you've got it running all the time. So that's important to have your, your tracking down for that. Number four, path number four is actually design your launch plan. And of course, you know that I'm a fan of not following any one specific laid out anybody, nobody can dictate how I launch. That's what I say. But what you need to do is just come up with a repeatable planned launch that's going to happen throughout the year. So you get to choose the frequency. Maybe it's every six months. Maybe it's every quarter. Maybe it's once a year. You choose. I think just based on my experiences past year that if you are fairly new and you're not like a, you don't have like a 50,000 person plus list, then I think it's okay to do once a year. But I also think it's okay to do every six months. I haven't done every quarter, but I know some people who have. You get to choose. I mean, someone like Erica Learmark, who's also a fearless launcher, she releases her LBD, Learmark Business Design, I think every few months. So it's totally up to you. Then what you get to do is you get to pad in around that main launch other smaller promotions that you might want to do. And we're going to talk about what those smaller promotions are on this week's Plan With Me class. So again, head over to bit.ly forward slash plan with me launch, and you're going to be able to sign up for that and attend. And the, there's a few inserts I've got for you. And we'll be, you know, hopefully fleshing some of, some of your ideas out uh, together. So you don't have to pad it at all, though. You could just do those that the main launches as you choose. Like, okay, I'm going to do quarterly launches of this, and that's going to be it. You get to keep it simple no matter what you do. So spend some time today thinking about how you can structure next year. Pick one of these paths. Remember, there's the signature plus upsell. There's the evergreen plus upsell. There's the auto. Everything on auto. There's the design your own launch plan. And you get to choose. You get to choose what you do because if you make it really clear what you're doing, then you won't feel necessarily that kind of, oh my gosh, I got to, I got to launch something. I got to launch something. I got to launch something. And I know that there's a lot of freedom in once you know what you're going to do throughout the year. Now you don't, again, the plan and the map doesn't mean you can't change your mind. You might think, you know what, I'm going to do two launches for Q1. I'll do Q1, Q2, one launch each. And then if things are going well, we're going to do auto launch for the third quarter. And if things are still going well, we're going to do it again, auto launch for the fifth quarter, I mean the fourth quarter. So you get to decide. Spend some time today really thinking about this because the more you structure what's happening, you will, your audience will feel that. 
They won't feel so exhausted. They won't be like, oh my God, are you offering something again? Oh my goodness. So really. So one thing I wanted to talk about, because we do talk about automation a little bit today, and that is you can't disappear when you automate things. It doesn't mean you automatically get to just like go off the go off the grid and that's it. No more, no more in. Um Products on autopilot, money coming in while you sleep, time to go on that five-month sabbatical. And I say, no, 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 that's not going to happen, baby. As it turns out, the more auto your products are, the more hands-on, free, valuable training you got to provide for your leads and subscribers. You've got to be also really watching the the tracking, the analytics, you have to see what's happening. You've got to be watching the data so that you know what's happening. You've got to be seeing if there's maybe, maybe no, you've got to know if people sign up. So I think that you need to be relevant, visible, active, and keep yourself established as an authority on your topic because automate doesn't mean disappear. You can't set it and forget it. And I know it's a utopia we all start to wish for. I mean, I was thinking about doing it myself this year for Fearless Launching, and I realized, yeah, I can't do that. So the new year is going to go back to basics. I may even, you know, actually after recording this, I was like, oh, maybe I should do three times. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyways, here's how to stay engaged with a hands-free product. And this, these are just some really easy tips so that... You can always feel like you're connected. Some of these are for your customers. Some of these are for just your audience, even if they're not customers. So monthly calls for your current customers, Facebook group, free and paid, weekly email maybe, updated toolkit, resources, regular blog posts, interviews, guests, be a guest on summits. You can be a guest on podcasts. You can do guest posts. You could do offer quarterly free 15-minute sessions. You could do some live local workshops and talk about those. You can do free webinars. So time to get down to it. So I want you to go ahead, choose a path or make your own path. It doesn't matter what you choose as long as you do make a plan for your launches over the next year. And step two, if you choose to automate your product launches, what happens will take you, what actions actually do you believe will take, you need to take on a regular basis to make sure people know you are relevant, president, president, (laughs) present, and an authority on your topic. So these are key, key things. And If you're at all interested in just getting started and learning more about this, of course, I won't, uh, this is my last time I saying it, I promise. Come to the launch mapping class this week. We're going to dive into this even more. I'm going to give you some more ideas for the different types of launches you can do, very specific, even if you don't have signature products yet. And let's make this 2016 amazing, shall we? All right. Thank you guys for another great week. I know this was kind of a short episode. I just buzzed right through it, but I want you to make this an easy process for yourself. Let's do this together. And again, bit.ly forward slash plan with me launches is that link. Also, if you head over to the blog, to the show notes, you're going to see another download you can grab, which I think you'll enjoy because it's going to help you make sure that you end launch exhaustion. And that's about it. I will talk to you later, guys. Have a great week and I will speak to you soon. Bye.